On to our next conversation now. We're looking at um, 20 years of the South African Social Attitudes Survey. The Human Sciences Research Council is, of course, the one that is running the survey. Dr. Benjamin Roberts is a director at the HSRC and he's coordinating the survey. He joins us on the line. Dr. Roberts, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy, and to the listeners. So it's 20 years of this survey. I think, um, you know, it's it's quite significant because that 20-year period, of course, the majority of it would really be tracking what South Africans' perspe- perceptions are about some of the issues that we tend to talk about, crime, service delivery, race relations, etc. What would you say are some of the big observations that you have made around the the changing landscape um, through which the survey is conducted in this country over this 20-year period? Yeah, we like the purpose of the survey is really to monitor that underlying value change, you know, the the changing social fabric of our country as our democracy matures. So if one thinks about the last 20 years and the kind of developments which have occurred in that period, that is really coming through in the way the public um, the public perceptions and indeed the the, the the particular issues they tend to emphasize some of the big changes we've seen in particular are in relation to evaluations of democracy and governance and I think the last two years have uh, been quite dynamic ones and what we've seen in particular is a much harsher um, South African come through so the citizens point of view has become appreciably more critical over time. If we look at the latest survey round, which was conducted uh, at the end of last year, we see that, um, for instance, if we look at satisfaction with democracy, it's down to 21%. If we go back to the sort of early 2000s, right through to around about 2010, that was in the upper 50s, 60% range. So it's fallen dramatically, um, general um, confidence in the way democracy is working. What underlies that? I think we see similarly um, change in relation to trust in core political institutions. So we find um, trust in national government, trust in parliament, trust in the courts has come down um, significantly too. It's fallen from around 60% to the latest figures put it at uh, around about, uh, in in those three cases I mentioned, around the 20 to 25% range. So again, confidence in institutions has come down. Um, obviously, we're heading quite close towards election 24, and I think that's what on everyone's minds and lips at the moment. And even in terms of electoral attitudes, we find um, uh, signs of decline. I think the, the good news story in, in the mix in the electoral attitudes is South Africans still display a very strong sense of civic duty the sense of duty to vote. So that's around the 64, 65% range. Um, But the underlying attitudes have uh, also diminished over time. So the sense that my vote makes a difference has dropped to 28%. The sense that um, a sense of external efficacy, the sense that the elected act in the interests of the voter has come down to the 25 to 30% range. So Attitudes are collapsing. The duty to vote is still holding fairly strong. But if those attitudes continue to erode, we might see um, that duty diminish increasingly. 
data of this nature becomes critical, I would believe, um, in, in, an, in an election year especially, because it speaks to expectations, right? What can we expect when it comes to uh, people coming out to vote? And what are the issues that some of these institutions that have been established to help safeguard and protect our democracy, what can they be targeting to help improve this confidence? I mean, uh, for me, it's incredibly worrying um, that, as you've put it, 28% of people believe that their vote makes little difference. Um, what 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 can the Electoral Commission do um, with that kind of information, political parties? Uh, I think it's it's a broad problem that, that all of us can can and must respond to. Well, I think in terms of the Electoral Commission as a specific Chapter 9 institution, um, it has a particular form called the Party Liaison Committee. So it has routine meetings at national and provincial level with representatives from all the, all the, all the major parties. Um, and the messages from this survey evidence are channeled through those fora. So the parties are getting the message. The, um, the concern is a lot of these issues that we've, I've raised are linked to concerns about democracy at large. So it's beyond the remit specifically of the commission. Um, voters who come out um, and the survey we've done around election days show that those that do turn out to vote have a very positive appraisal of the electoral efficiency. So that it's not an issue of electoral efficiency. Those The commission gets very high approvals ratings in that regard. It's really about a, a breakdown in a sense of accountability. So the public is really, if we look at what they list as the most important problems facing them and, the, and society at large, it's the ones we often talk about. It's the unemployment crisis, it's crime and safety, it's issues of uh, concerns about corruption, poverty, quality of service delivery. So those remain the dominant five with unemployment by an appreciable margin being the top concern. What we've seen from the data, the South African public tends to be what we call um, thermostatic. So if they feel government's doing well, um, they'll respond favorably. If, if they feel that the performance is lackluster, they'll give quite harsh um, evaluation. So that's, a, that's part of the positive story is that citizens do, are, are, um, do respond favorably when positive action occurs. So it's really a, these negative, increasingly negative evaluations are a very strong appeal from the public perspective for more accountability um, in relation to their sort of top concerns. So if it were to happen um, in, in coming years, they would these positive evaluation these sorry these very negative evaluations can turn around mm. we'll continue the conversation with dr roberts in a moment he's a research director at the hsrc the talking point with kathy motasana weekdays 9 a.m till midday we're looking at the South African Social Attitudes Survey that is marking 20 years now. And, of course, it takes place just on the eve, really, of what is going to be an election to be held in South Africa. Dr. Benjamin Roberts is the research director at the HSRC. Dr. Roberts, I wanted to just explore something further with you, and you've touched on it already, but that many people, many of those that are part of the survey, the respondents, often tend to answer based on 
their experience of what is happening in the country in that in that moment. Does this make the survey then rather subjective? That if people have a sense that things are going good, then it might um, reflect in, 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 in their responses. So if I can maybe detail it just with, with a, a bit of a time period here, um, looking back to when uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa came into office and that transition between him and former President Jacob Zuma, would you say that there were notable changes in South Africans' perceptions of where the country was? Yeah, uh, that's the importance of having longitudinal data is to be able to chart uh, how these um, national developments imprint upon public perceptions um, and also to see are those changes that occur enduring or short-lived. In the transition from the um, Zuma to the Ramaphosa administration, there was obviously a talk about Ramaphoria. Um, there were signs of that. Uh, 2017, um, late 2017, was a particularly a period of particular negative assessment. It's in some respects, the harshest judgments we've seen from the public occurred in that period. Um, with the transition to the Ramaphosa administration, we did see a period of initial enthusiasm. With some of those, that negativity moderated and started improved. The, the indicators swung up again. Um, however, it, it didn't last that long. It lasted maybe a year or two. And then with the onset of COVID-19, of course, things um, deteriorated for a year or two. Um, some indicators haven't recovered since. They've just been dropping um, continuously. Others have tended to fluctuate in a very narrow range. So those contextual developments and, and, and that occur do have a decisive effect on public attitudes, particularly in relation to evaluations of performance of democracy, service, uh, service delivery, etc. Those come through very, very starkly. How long does it take for what South Africans' perceptions to be to reflect in, in the study? So... Um, what I'm asking is, are the results that you get uh, from the survey in, in 2023 fully reflective of the experiences of people in 2023? Or do you see that coming out um, perhaps in, 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 in later years, maybe 24, 25? And how do you sort of measure for that? I think certainly it depends on the type of um, issue and South Africans are not the most, um, in terms of levels of public knowledge and awareness on many issues, we are a lot lower than we would like them to be. Um, so certain issues take a while to um, show, start show, having a decisive effect on, on indicators and others not. So for instance, the COVID, the scale of the COVID effect took a while to come through in its full extent. It took a, uh, we saw it playing out um, in 2020 and it, the, the, the sharper decline occurred in 21 when we did surveying that year. Um, same with any big economic development. Um, it's usually, we see it manifest within, um, you know, usually a one-year uh, time lag between when it occurs and seeing the full effect on public opinion. Um, other things like uh, issues related to democracy and governance the, the bearing on, on attitudes tends to come through a lot quicker. It's, it's partly because of the media attention and, and the extent to which it's talked about in society. 
so big developments. Um, so if, um, other examples are big high-profile events, whether it's a Maraca the Maracana massacre. Um, and that came through very quickly on in terms of policing attitudes. It came through fairly immediately. So it depends on the type of event and how high-profile it is. Um, that has a particular effect and, and the extent to which, as you say, it translates into yeah. daily discourse and translates into, on the economic front, hits um, people's pockets hard. Mm. So, Dr. Roberts, when are you expecting to conclude the, the 20th edition of the survey? Um, it's currently in field now, so the 2023 round will run for the next um, four to six weeks, so up until sort of early October. So it's, it's, um, we're visiting um, areas around the country, and uh, yeah, so please an appeal to the um, public if we do happen to knock on your door, um, please don't turn us away. Um, these matter, it matters for providing evidence that help decision makers make the kind of choices that they need to in these uh, um, in these times all right and and when are we likely to get the results the results should uh, take be available within about two months after the field works so sort of late 2020 uh, 2023 all right dr benjamin roberts thank you so much for your time he is the research director at the SAS. <laughs> at the HSRC, apologies for that, and coordinator of the South African Social Attitudes Survey. It's 11.30, time for your latest news headlines.